Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If we're going to win the league, as some said, you're going to have to beat City. Grealish and these other lads have done stuff for Pep. Phillips has really done nothing for Pep post-Peter before Bedwin van der Sar. We had, obviously, Mark Bosnich, Fabian Bartes. Then we had Roy Carroll and Tim Howard. We had Ricardo. We had Massimo Motaibi. I think we speak more about refereeing decisions now, whereas in the past, yeah, you wouldn't get one one week, then you'd get one the next. I hate for... How casual are people? I think that was a bit that surprised me. Yeah, all right, Jim, yeah, I'll have a look. Oh, buddy. Oh, Dave, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dave, no, sorry, Dave, sorry. All right, yeah. Trig. <laughs> Eden Hazard has just announced his retirement. I think he was one of the best players I've ever seen in the yeah. Premier League. There's no expectation on him. How can there not be an expectation on him? Because Spurs have done nothing for 20 fucking years, excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> Are we ready? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Stick to Football. It's brought to you by Skybet and I'm joined by Ian Wright, Roy Keane, Jill Scott and Jamie Carragher. You're already annoyed with me this morning, aren't you, with my uh, parking? Yeah, you took up three spaces. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone? Did you see his parking? No, but I couldn't get a space, so that's probably yeah. why. You couldn't get a no. space this morning. It's packed out there, to be fair. But Jill, you've been in uh, South Africa. Yep, I have. So our campaign that we did went well. Did you not get the call? No. I went to South Africa for the whole week, all paid for. It was amazing. By yeah. who? Uh, Heineken. You know, after our campaign. What was the campaign? What was the campaign? We, did, we, we swapped Twitter feeds for uh, three or four days. Jill was panicking for a few days when I was tweeting out on her account and she was tweeting out on my account. And it was like a to prove um, the sort of abuse that, Jill would get over my account, and uh, but she got a paid holiday out of it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it must have went well for me, maybe. <laughs> I did. And Carrie, you've been uh, doing a little fringe event for the Labour Party, haven't you, with uh, West Streeter? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that was going to come up. Yeah, I just got asked to uh, ask him a few questions because the Labour conference is in uh, in Liverpool. Are you heavily involved in that when, when Jill's no, speech? No, no, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not. In that. <laughs> Last year I was on stage, not this year. Not this year. No, so I asked him a, f- a little bit of a Q&A for charity. He was trying to raise a few quid, so I, th- I think we did that. And uh, but Why are you not involved? Mm. I just thought it better to sit back this year. I was too, too heavily involved in politics last year. Just... And you, you change man? Change, man. Stick to football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stick to football. And last night, I was... uh, You had a go at me, by the way. Did you have a little dinner last night? I was on my own last night at home. (laughs) A little birdie tells me a little dinner last night. Did you get an invite to the dinner? It wasn't. What are you talking about? We just just came up and I just went out, had some toast at Roy's, watched Burton and and Cambridge. You've just had a... You know what I mean? Well, I was like, I'm not going to just what, come up and not see what, my guy. It wasn't a dinner, was it? It wasn't a dinner. What, what were you eating? And we weren't together for three Toast! <laughs> like at the World Cup. What were you eating? Tea and toast. Tea and toast. Tea and toast. For tea? No, I'd already had my tea. This was about Yeah. He, he was late as usual. I wasn't <laughs> late. I wasn't. realise how blessed you are to get an invite to his house? No, I didn't get any. I just went. I just went to the house. <laughs> turned you up. turned up? Yeah. <laughs> what? And he didn't... What's he going to do? You don't just turn up anymore and ring the doorbell, do you? You text them to check them in. Of course, like, yeah. No yeah. one ever it's does not... that anymore, do no, they? No, you're right, yeah. Just knock on the door and say, oh, hey, you're you okay. can't knock on his door. He's got a big gate. <laughs> Have you been to my house? Yeah. You've been no. to my house? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's very nice. You get a Joe something. I, you get the most unbelievable smoothie. 
It's yeah. a beautiful smoothie. Yeah, yeah. What, well, like upon arrival? Go to Roy's trees. You get, you get a smoothie off trees. Out. I didn't get a smoothie off trees. No, you don't have a smoothie. Late for, there, it's, idea. it's too late for it's smoothie. It's tea and toast <laughs> evening. It's just smoothies in the morning. Yeah. Did you stay over? Did you stay over? I didn't over? stay over. Oh. It was just Steady like... Steady on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. We were, me and behind his back, we were saying... <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he, he wouldn't let us leave. No, because to be fair, we get his hotel bill in Manchester. It's a pretty expensive uh, one no, as well. He won't stay at my hotel. He won't stay at my no. hotel. Well, you've got to put him local, though. Just, you stay in just put him in there. Put, put him down here. Put him hotel in the middle. the No, he's got high demands. Where do you like staying? I'd stay anywhere where they put me. I don't even know. That's a lie, that. They asked me. I don't, I, don't, I don't know this place. This isn't my gaff, Manchester. You've got all the top end uh, hotels in Manchester, haven't you? What's the new one you've Yeah, what's, yeah. Stock Exchange, yeah. I bet that's cheap, isn't it? Stobbly, yeah. Yeah. I know. It's no wonder you haven't got the Labour conference. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on to football. Uh, Arsenal and Manchester City. Mm. Where are we at with it? Does it change your mind, Roy, in terms of where you were at the start of the season around City? Um, no, uh, no. I still think it was probably the worst I've seen City play. They're definitely obviously having a difficult spell. Uh, poor game. Listen, Arsenal, listen, hung in there and, and, and maybe just about Cagey deserved game. it. Cagey game. Cagey yeah. game, yeah. I thought it was really poor quality, but it was edgy. And uh, But I wouldn't be certainly writing Man City off. When you look at the two league games last year, obviously Man City were so far ahead. So, yeah, definitely progress for yeah. Arsenal. But I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't change my mind in terms of who I think will win the league. I yeah. said to stick with City. Does it change your mind on Arsenal a little bit? A little bit, you've, yeah. You've always been about getting over the line. Yeah, of course. They got over the line, didn't they? Well, put it, you look at the last couple of times they've played, obviously, Arsenal, I'm going back to the, the Community Shield. OK, that's the Community Shield with classes of friendly, whatever. But, you know, they won that game, they've won this one. So that will only give Arsenal that bit of confidence and belief. And they won it without Saka. All along, we were saying Saka's a huge player for them. City are missing lots of players. City been those. I do, the one thing I think we done a few years ago, we done City yeah. United at Old Trafford in a derby, and we kind of wrote City off. If you remember, we thought yeah. have they lost the eye of Tiger? The, you know, there was a couple of new players came in, and I, I'll never make that mistake again. I think you, you can't. Be. You can't write off the yeah. fact that not beating them for like they've beaten us in twelve games. This is why even afterwards, like that little bust up and that, you could feel that. that yeah. stuff, you want that. That's good because That's all good the time you, you got City. City who are not not used to losing, and Arsenal who have beaten City. You know, so that bust up and then you've got the fellow who you used to be at City. He's, he's always, yeah. He didn't want to shake hands the last couple of times. Yeah. Now he obviously wants to shake hands. But, like, I like the fact that, um, like, the changes what Mikel made at the end because we have to beat them. If we're going yeah. to win the league, at some stage, you're going to have to beat City. So I know that the game was cagey. He was talking about it, James. I didn't think it was great. I thought it was very defensive. I thought the midfield, you know, City's midfield without Rodri, obviously, is going to be a, a massive miss for him. But, like, having... Having um, Bernardo Silva, Rico Lewis doing that kind of pivot role and then Kovacic there. And you, you just think, well, wh wh why don't you play Calvin Phillips yeah. in, in this particular role? He's a special. He doesn't player. trust him, right? He doesn't trust him. <clears throat> it doesn't make sense. The, has he had a chance? He's I've had a couple of chances. He played a few weeks ago and people are saying he's not getting him any run outs. How do you know he, he doesn't trust him? Because he, he didn't play him in a big game with all the injuries. That's, that, no, that's, I haven't even seen him playing games. He played at Newcastle, we, he played at New, he played at Newcastle two or three weeks ago. In the cup game. What did he do wrong? Well, he didn't do too much good. He didn't do enough, Friday. He said, you've got to win the manager's trust over. I'm not saying... He's not playing often enough to try... Even uh, but, if but he walks yeah, him every day. There's a reason why he's not playing him. He yeah, doesn't but, trust him. Yeah, but you've got to play, watch him in games in the situation so as he can get the but trust. But he watched him against Newcastle a few weeks ago. He watched him against Newcastle. He watched him against Newcastle two weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks on a cup match. Yeah. And he obviously went, oh, I don't like what I see. So when he got to the Arsenal game, he said, I don't trust you. He doesn't believe he can do a job for him. I think for City, that holding midfield wall is the most important 
part of the game for them, obviously in terms of detail and everything else. And I think with Calvin Phillips, he needs games to get used to it. Like for City, if you get rid of that player, it's the most important ball. Everything goes through them. Silver, then Ford and start a drop. And then I think you lose there. But the few opportunities like, Jilly's had, I don't think he's tough. I've seen him come mm. on a few games and he's Lacks he's just, he doesn't like him, does he? he doesn't really. And that's fine. I, I think it's clearly the manager at this moment in time, unless something drastically happens, he's you know something, a big question mark. I think, for, I, I think the, the thing that sort of stood out for me, I thought Arsenal would win the game going into it, but I didn't think they'd win it how they won it. Because mm. I, I think the brilliant thing that Arsenal got going under, under Arteta is there's an atmosphere in there, there's an energy, mm. there's a pace to them. And I thought City are not at the best. I thought Arsenal be sort of all guns firing. <clears throat> but they almost won it a different way. And it probably impressed me more because when you think of Arsenal, you think at the back, could they do mm. something silly, give a goal away? It was that solidity that they had in the game. But what I'd also say to almost temper it is that I think if, if City would have won this game, we'd have probably all said, even at this stage, the league's done. Even mm. if the points weren't massive, you just think... But now I just think it gives people belief, or certainly has the belief, that you can be in yeah. the race, you, yeah. can, you can challenge them. But the big difference with last season, City had to beat Arsenal in the two games that they played because of where they came in the yeah. calendar. I think one was just after Christmas, maybe January, and then was one yeah. late in the season. This felt different. I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but I well, just you think, think it's played too early for it to make a... I, I, I think both teams are almost happy with the draw and they weren't going for the win. No, James, I think... That, um, the no, way what I'm saying is I think if, when, if City really needed to, like, like they did last season, it, I, I what, with there's that another team, level. With that there's team, another level for With that team, with that midfield, it didn't seem like it. That mid oh, no, they're missing players, of course, mm. but they will come I, back. But I just, I, I, I still think... City had still a level. Haaland didn't have a shot on goal. I think it's the fewest shots that City had in a game for 13 years. Oh. And Jack Grealish still couldn't get off the bench. <laughs> mm -hmm. Why has Jack Grealish not been able to get off the bench? Because I, I said on Sunday after the game, Mahrez was a deliverer for Haaland. De Bruyne obviously is, but he's injured. And so Grealish is from the, from the left-hand side. Why is he not getting... What's happened there? Does he not fancy him at the moment either, obviously? I don't think they feel like he's found his form this season because he played against Newcastle, didn't he? And he didn't have a great game. But yeah, Haaland wasn't involved at all and I think they're really missing De Bruyne like missing him so bad I think he's a massive void and they've said can Ford and come in and fill that space but I just think De Bruyne he doesn't get the obviously he's one of the best players of the Premier League but I think when you take him out of that team but yeah Grealish just doesn't seem to be getting a look in but Pep plays games doesn't he Pep does this once a year with certain players he leaves them out where we're all questioning Remember, I think he left the Brian out last year at Spurs. Kyle and Walker after the game, year, and he's done it with Kyle Walker, he's yeah. done it with Stones, we're all going, why is he leaving him out, Mahrez? I think he plays these games with certain players and Jack's, Jack's, Jack's had a good summer. It's well documented. <laughs> no, he is. So Pep will be looking at all and going, and he's picked up a little injury and he's going, he just, you just have well, to wait. Well, he seems wait. to be playing you know, a long game with Calvin Phillips. When we oh, got, well, oh, I, you know I, what I mean? It's like we're, that's we're, a, well, that's we a different animal. With, with, that's with, a different animal because yeah, Phillips is Grealish and these other lads have done stuff for Pep. Yeah. Phillips has really done nothing for Pep. Yeah, yet. but whether he's seen him in training, whether he doesn't like him or not, or whatever he's seen, I don't think he's had the games to to to, to really let to play and 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 impress himself upon him. It's just like. Is he, is he judging him purely on training and right, a couple you, of games? I know, right, I'm, 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 I'm a little bit Roy. I'm a little bit with Roy. And the reason I say that is that I just think if I was in that position and, I, and a manager wasn't picking me, I think I'd be treating training like a game almost every day. Making he, he surely tra trains well. I'm, say, I'm not saying he yeah. doesn't. What I'm saying is we all, we all give 100% in, in, in training, but we know there's times in our careers where you feel like, 
I've got something to show you, or maybe a new player's coming. It's like you're training, like it's it's a get. I was like that with, a lot. With Pep, I don't, I with Pep, I don't think it'll be a, it'll be a lack of understanding of the position rather than a lack of yeah, effort. Because I think yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Anything, whatever it is, you know what I mean? he's got to make sure he's in the manager's face, and the manager almost feels like I had situations at Liverpool where it felt like every season. I was getting replaced by, you know, a new player coming in in my position. And I'd be like a lunatic every day thinking, I've got to be better than him in training. And I just think that, I'm not saying he's not, I don't know Calvin yeah. Phillips at all. I think he probably The point is, make sure you notice everything. When it's your voice, you're loud, you're, being a, you're leaving a tackling on someone. You're going to speak to the manager, OK, I don't understand the position, explain it to me. I always think you've got to train and play where the manager, you don't give the manager an option exactly. of leaving you. Exactly. The way Calvin Phillips plays, he's not... Um, He's not one of those chasing around the place. Right, he's, right, he's right, very, right, no, 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 no. He's a calm. He breaks things up, right. plays it. But I was seriously saying here that with City, obviously, we all. Why did they buy him? I had Arsenal to win the league at the start of the season, but most people go with City. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was City. But I was saying if Rodri is injured for any amount of time, that City don't win the league. Is that what we're saying? That they can't oh, without him? Oh, he'd be absolutely huge last year. Yeah. Obviously, they did. Your mindset changes if someone says Rodri's going to be on for a while, a bit like De Bruyne. But you say that about somebody else and players. You could say that about lots of teams. But Rodri, you talk about Haaland and De Bruyne. But looking at Rodri, you know, we kind of it's something that just confirms when he's not available. You go, the most important player, you think? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think in so. That probably. probably. In that the two best midfield players yeah. in the league. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Rodri and De Bruyne. So imagine Arsenal without Declan Rice and Odegaard. I mean. Mm. It's like, you know, so I think you know. Once they're back, I, I still, I still think there's a level City are at that the other teams. Have I think it's a good time for so, it was a good time for City to lose if they're going to lose. I do agree with Wrighty though. I think that position. I think if Phillips had a run of five, six games in that position, nice he'd one, Jill. So much, no, Jill. I do. I do. More toss for me. Will you stop? Have you got the same no, agent? No, but he's had <laughs> it. He's and changed his game so much from Leeds to City. The amount of technical. But that's what you do no, when you change clubs. No. I remember Mourinho. Saying something, um, and we talk about young. It was about young players getting a chance, and I always say this about, especially certainly at big clubs coming through. You can't expect a manager to give you five or six yeah. games. It's like you might get one or two. You've got to show the manager that he can trust you. And, I, and, and every day is a training session. I remember Marino saying about um, he doesn't give young players a chance. Well, they get a, a chance in training. Yeah. You've got to. And it might be being a little bit harsh on Calvin Phillips here. It, I've never moved yeah. club. I've never gone into a new dressing room. But I just think you've just got to grab it by the scruff of the neck. And I think probably too often when I've seen players come into Liverpool, maybe at your clubs as well, where you would actually think they've got the talent, but they haven't actually got the personality to actually impose themselves. Because this dressing room is treble with us. There's great players. It's a bit well, like... Jamie, I left, I left Forest. I went to Man United. Man United just won the league. I'm going to address from NC, Brian Robson, mm. brilliant players, brilliant characters, the usual stuff. I can't go in there and just do what I was doing at Forest. I have to go to make an impression. Yeah. From pre-season to the charity shield, the first few games, you go, I've got to put a marker down. Yeah. Or otherwise I will be that, oh, you'll be the fringe player for 12 months. No, I don't want to be a fringe player. Just one thing about Arsenal. I've watched Arsenal in big games this season against Tottenham and against City. And look, they've both been difficult games. Tottenham are in good form and obviously City are City and they don't give a lot away. Enketia and Jesus, mm. There's talk this morning of Tony being linked with Arsenal in January. Mm -hmm. Right, I'm going to come to you because mm -hmm. obviously your position at Arsenal, how you played. There's no doubt in Ketty and Juice, they worked the absolute socks yeah. off. But in quality terms, I just found in those two matches, is that going to be enough to win Arsenal the league? That's my only doubt is actually a centre forward yeah. because if they'd have the centre forward, like if they had Haaland, if they had a mm. Kane, I'd be saying it's Arsenal, I think, if they can keep Saliba and Gabriel and Rice fit. But honestly, I, I worry about Enketia and Jesus. They're, they're erratic. Um, 
You know the thing with um, with the with the way we're playing. Obviously, we've spread the goals out. Yeah. Last season, and yes, it took us to a certain place. I don't think the Tony um, the Tony links will go away because it's blatantly obvious for everyone to see that with that focal point and that 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 player that scores that then. That takes you somewhere else. You can't question the endeavour of both of these players, no, they can't. Eddie and and Jesus. But in the moments, I think you you, you, you look back at um, the Tottenham game with the Jesus. That for a player of, of his level, his calibre, to get into that position one nil up, yeah. you know, two, against against Tottenham, you have to that, those chances have to be buried. And I believe that Arsenal in in what we're trying to do now. You cannot afford... The margins are so small now. You cannot afford to be missing chances like that and not winning those games. And what I'm seeing with Eddie, Eddie's working his socks off. No chances really made for him. He had one shot that went went wide. But, like, the work off the ball, fantastic. Same with Jesus. But, yes, the Tony... The Tony um, links don't go away because you can see... That is probably the last bit for me in the in the jigsaw. And he's been clinical after Tony. Yeah, he's been ruthless and clinical. Well, the thing is, we're seeing we're seeing that he's. It's, it's blatantly obvious for everyone to see that that would probably be the last piece. But I think if it's going to be, he'll do it. If it can be we done, agree. he'll do yeah, it. I, I, I think what Arsenal had last season, they were fortunate, or you can say it's good, good from the medical staff. I think they had the. The team that played, their best team played more times than probably anyone else's best team. You'd always think Saka, yeah. uh, Martinelli, Jesus, Jesus was obviously Jesus. injured yeah, at times yeah. as well. They're probably not going to have that this season. When you see that as the backup, I still think if they were going to win the league, they'd have to do something in January. Mm. I do, because that that won't win you the league. Yeah. I mean, the great lads, they, they <clears> wear the socks off, especially Nketiah. Jesus, I do really like. But when I looked at that, to, to actually win with that front three against Man City... You probably couldn't win by playing your normal game and having lots of chances and scoring yeah. goals. It had to be about being solid. But well, Martinelli had to come on, didn't he? Yeah, he, he had to come on. And mm. listen, it's a fortune. It doesn't matter how you win, you won the game. But I, I, I do look at that and you think of like the Tony situation. Mm. Who I, I, think, I do think he's a quality centre forward. But then he's coming to a club in January having not played for a number of months. Yeah. That's not ideal either. No. But when you say about work rate and work ethic, ultimately they have to score goals. You can say about Haaland's hold-up play and everything else. Why do we speak about them? Because of the goals they're not wired, are they, to score goals naturally? Mm. Instinctively, they don't make the runs that you see goal scorers make. They they, they, they hold back. They're always looking for the pullback. They're never getting across players. And I just look at Jesus. He is quite erratic in front of goal. The work ethic of both of them is brilliant. I just question at that level: can they win the league without another striker? you, you, what you need is when the games are, are cagey like that yeah. game was. You need somebody that you know what he hasn't had a touch all game. Yeah. But we know that if he gets up, Harry Kane. If he gets up a chance, he's gonna score. Yeah. And then bam, you win the game one nil. You say we didn't play great, but that's what we've got. That's I was expecting for. Haaland to score the winner. To be honest with you, you know what I mean? Yeah, but this is yeah. the thing with Haaland. You're, you're, if you're not afraid of the fact that at some stage they're gonna click, something's gonna go right. And this is why I was very surprised with City that he didn't. I thought Saliba and. Gabriel Magalhaes dealt with him very well, but he didn't have the kind of service where he could cause them a problem. So when you're talking about him running next to them, they had the physicality, they were able to see him off. He didn't have that much, like, for me, supporting what he was doing. He didn't have to link up the play very well. I thought they'd done very well against him, but you're still in the game petrified if he gets half a chance. That's what we need up front. Can Arsenal win the league and do they need to sign a striker? They can win the league, yeah. yeah. They, would, they would need that striker, I think, and the... You know the players you're talking about coming in, they also give them that, that yeah. physicality. Mm. I think Arsenal. I think that, I think it's it's great when you're watching a team who can play and are good in possession, but also are physically strong. We see City over the last few years; they've got bigger. Obviously, set pieces are huge. Mm. 
And I think if we're talking about Arsenal getting certain players in, we're seeing lads coming off the bench for Arsenal, you know, the big, strong, physical yeah. players, which can get you over the line in these tight games. Mm. I don't think Arsenal come in the league with the squad that they've got right now. I think they need to add to it in January. Striker? Yeah. City for the league for me. I think they always gain momentum as the season goes on. So well, I'm yeah. still sick of my city. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not budging yeah. City. No. Yeah. We've got two new goalkeepers at Arsenal and Manchester United. What's your? What have you made? I mean, Roy, you were very vocal as m many of us were around David de Gea being his time being up at Manchester. United. No, I would have kept him. They should have kept him. <laughs> <laughs> Huge mistake letting him go. Can not get him back? He's, a, he's on a free, isn't he? <laughs> no, but, no, he had to go, yeah. But, yeah, but then... Yeah, what but you he, say he had to go. But, what, do you, what do you mean he had to go? Because when you look at what's happening now... <laughs> he's making too many mistakes. <laughs> he, no, he was, I'm not saying... I mean, we've got over that. He's been, I mean, what have you... I mean, look, it's, it's early days, eight games in. What do you make of Anana? Oh, no, not great. He's had a... Oh, listen, obviously, really poor start. We talk about positions at a, any big club. I think you've mentioned it a number of times, Gary. A goalkeeper at Man United is a huge for that personality. Deal with mistakes, but he's already made six, seven, eight big mistakes that have led to goals. It's not been a great start. It's a long way back. We've seen other keepers come to United where they've had a tricky start, and we've worked with them. We thought they're really good goalkeepers, but there seemed to be no way back from. I think looking at it now, he's made mistakes. Goalkeepers making mistakes. Is he making mistakes or is he a bad keeper? I think you sort of. I think we probably be working that out in the, probably the next sort of four to six weeks. Mm -hmm. In how actually people see him, is he just having a really bad run? Is he playing in front of a you know a really poor back four and his confidence has gone? And he is a good keeper. He has played in the Champions League final, but I, I can't get out of my head what that what he did to Maguire in in pre season, and I, I thought it was awful. I can't get out of my head, and I almost think now he's going through a really bad time. Now psychology must be really affecting him. Yeah. He's at a new club, probably never had this attention before. And I think, how would he feel if someone was running at him, throwing his arms about like a lunatic? We'd dag him out. Yeah, I mean, it's a pre-season game. Don't need to go mad. It was only his second game for Man United. He's come running out the goal with his arms flipped. It wasn't. He didn't concede a goal. Mm. Maguire made a mistake on the half and He's having a really bad time. He's, everyone's on his back. It was a bit like, you've only been here two minutes. I think sometimes a player comes to a club, and he's probably, he's probably putting a marker down and... Listen, if he, I'm sure if he thought he was going to make those mistakes, mm. he wouldn't have been giving out instructions or what having a goal player. you Maguire? I'll probably talk where to go. Everyone's defending Harry, but Harry's a big boy. Harry, Harry could, after the game, go, hey, you were well, like... Peter, Peter would do that, wouldn't he? Peter would, would do that. that. But Peter then obviously would back it up. I think if the keeper exactly. knew I had these mistakes coming, he might have thought, I better go easy before I start. You always say that. Before you start ratting and raving at people, make sure you're on game. He, he, he's, yeah, one, yeah. he's one of those lads that you look at him, he still looks full of life, full of confidence. Do you think that is, at the moment, a facade and a, a mask and what's going on behind will when be a lot more... I think when you look at the mistakes, um, hopefully he's got the mentality to get himself through it because it can't be anything but for me at Facade at the minute because if, I'm not even a Man United fan, he frightens me simply because, you know, I just feel that he's making so many mistakes that he, he worries me in respect of if they score two, you feel that you're going you're gonna to still concede three. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it, it would scare me playing with him at the moment. And, you know, I'm not seeing too much in the way that he plays. Obviously, on the floor, he's, he's, he's very good with, with his passing, but I'm not seeing too much in the way he plays that makes me say, oh, I can see he's getting through that. I don't know if he's doing that in training. He can justify a little yes, bit. Yes, yes, I'm not seeing it. How, you know? how long would you give it? I mean, you used to play with a manager who, obviously, it's famous what happened with Jim Leighton in terms of, you know, 
changing him for the cup final to Les Seeley. I think Taibi came we, in. We, and was, we, he, we, he was gone really we, quickly. We, do, you, do you think if this continued, Man United would be saying, we need to sign a goalkeeper? We've lived, they've got Bayonder. We've, we've lived through this period where post Peter, before Bedwin van der Sar, we had obviously Mark Bosnich, then Fabian Bartes, then we had Roy Carroll and Tim Howard, we had Ricardo, we had Massimo Taibi. I think that's six that I can think of there. In a very short period of time, it felt like four or five years. And it was really unsettling for them. Mm. You know, they're good lads, them lads that yeah. I've just talked about. Really good lads. So, you know, you're not... You're not Everyone's a great lad, isn't it? They weren't all great lads. Messi's a great lad. But they're good lads. And, but you, you could feel that tension and that unsettled feeling. You didn't know who was playing next week sometimes. It was a bit of a flip-flopping. And then, obviously, sort of you just knew it wasn't Peter. You knew you didn't have that presence behind mm. you and that personality. And then Edwin came and it became quite calm again because he had that experience, right. he had that stature. I think it's really difficult once you... St- I mean, David Hayer had a bad start, didn't he? Yeah. And then he came out of it. And to be fair, that's, I think, something that Anana's going to have to look at. I remember speaking to goalkeeper coaches, different ones at United, and they obviously... Keepers make mistakes at clubs, but it's how you deal with it at Man United. It's how you deal with the mistake. Peter Schmeichel made loads of mistakes at Man United, but what he'd done was he recovered very, very quickly. quickly. That's the problem with the goalkeepers. But what we're finding out when it's mistakes, four, five, six, seven, in, the, in a run of games... That's where you start to worry. Do you, know, you think yeah, it's it, it actually just a bad like, keeper? Yeah, listen, philosophy bless. of teams, you know, like if they are making mistakes, do you think this should take it back to basics and obviously just think about stopping the goals and playing out? Or do you think keep trying to play short? Because we have this fascination at the, the minute yeah, of everyone playing short. And he's he's like, making all sorts of mistakes, yeah. isn't he? It's, it's, he's caught out trying to be clever I, then. What I worry about... What I worry about United is, to be honest with you, I went to the game against Brighton a few weeks ago and we, Matt Tomlin had a, a fantastic weekend where he comes on and scores too. Yeah. But he looked like he couldn't move in that game, Matt Tomlin, against Brighton a few weeks ago. And there were clips circulating on social media of it, look at him not trying. Mm. That's your mind playing trick. Scott Matt Tomlin, I think, would die out on that pitch for Manchester United. Yeah. That's the world on his shoulders. That, that's it. Do you know the heavy legs I talk about in a young player when the pressure in the dressing room isn't there, the support isn't there? My worry is who's getting Nanana through it at the moment in that dressing room because they're all struggling a little bit yeah. and they're all got heavy legs. They're all a bit overweighed by the, the, the pressure that's happening. And that does concern me. How is he going to come but out? His teammates aren't helping me, obviously, because they're losing games. He made a mistake the other day, but he ended up winning 2 1. You see yeah. him at the end of goalkeeper, he's on top of everything. Yeah. He's thinking, you've got me out of jail. And they've not getting them out of some of the other mistakes. At least when we were playing, when Peter made mistakes with goalkeepers, yeah. trying, we'd still win the game. You go, it's kind of you're getting away with it a little bit, but he's yeah. getting really highlighted because they're losing week in week out. But, but you're talking about McTominay about dealing with the demands and his people are crit- when you're a young lad who's been at the club though for a long time. Yeah, you I do carry it. the weight of the club. Don't you? Yeah, you do. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's been there since he's one of those, I know, but he's no, one of those players. He's been there since he was every, five, yeah, every club has yeah, a player who thinks the, there's a young player. And he's like he's, 28. Well, Gary said he's been there since he was 26. Gary says he's been there since he was five. Yeah, he's not had the pressure since he was five. No, but he's been there a long time. You know what I mean? I know, but five. He's been there since he was five, six. I know that. Yeah, but he wasn't. He wasn't carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders when he was five. He put to Man United. This is great. When you're a fan, you do. But the longer you're at the club, when you're at a club a long time, you do get extra pressure. New players, you give them a year or two, like Phillips, they're going, listen, you can find your yeah. feet here. You don't know any other pressure yeah. to be the same. So the pressure, but that's part of being a Man United player. Were you worried about Raya on Sunday? Were you worried about Raya on uh, you Sunday? You know what, I thought, like, um, when I watched it back, I heard I used, you, you was going on a, a, about my keeper. And <laughs> to, be, to be honest, what he's doing... Is that too harsh? I, thought, I think for what, for what Mikel wants, I, I expect you to, to say what you said, because 
It did it, look it nervy. Looked it nervy, did look, yeah. yeah, but the fact is... Do you think he looked nervy? I mean, I was watching, yeah. I was listening to your commentary. I thought it was almost the opposite. Arrogance. Almost like, he was almost too cool. He was taking no, no, too long on the ball. I don't think That's the old nervy one when you start to look cool. No, but he was taking almost... There was no doubt when you could watch him at the ball. At times when he had time on it, he was. The old, a lot of teams are doing this now. With, and I think Brighton almost started with They're trying to entice teams. I said teams it. I said it. provoke, yeah. he yeah. said. So yeah. I don't think he was nervous. I think he was almost waiting. Come on, he was inviting yeah. the pressure and then sometimes just waiting too long. The fans, the fans, what happened was is that you, the, you could see the fans, especially where I was sitting, they were saying, because you could see Zinchenko's in here. You know, if he could pop it in, like you see Edison just clipping a little one into yeah. the midfield. They wanted him to do stuff like that, but. You could see Mikel was on. He's, he's saying, "Just stay calm." And you've seen Mikel. I've seen Deserby as well with their goalkeepers when they just go long because and then they give up possession. They absolutely lose it. I thought that he was very, very cool in the first half. And yes, it was nervy, but he done what the manager wanted. Because mm. the second half, second half, some of his distribution was unbelievable. Especially yeah. the last ten minutes of that game, the catching and the distribution was fantastic. We as Arsenal fans have to get used to the fact that he will, will take his time. You see, Aaron, you know, people say, Aaron would have got that out there. Yeah, but maybe that's why Aaron, unfortunately, is on the bench and he's there because he calmed it. Right. One did of them should have been a goal, though, shouldn't there? One of them in the first half, that should have been a goal yeah. when he got closed down. Was that with suddenly, um, Aki? Yeah, and then suddenly Alvarez, the game's 1-1. Yeah. Was it Alvarez? It would have been interesting. Yeah. It would have been interesting if things were those going. Do you think, we're talking about some always on the ball and being cool and yeah. that, do you actually think, I mean, I don't really know yet. Do you think he's actually a good enough goalkeeper to win the league in terms of actually what he keeps out the net? Have we seen enough evidence of that yet? I think I've seen I've seen some saves where you where you think, yeah, he's gonna probably save us a few times. Mm. Especially one of the things that he does more than anything that makes me feel very, very calm is the way he comes and takes everything. Mm. And just kind of like calms everybody. You can see that there's a, a calmness in our in our defence when that ball's coming in, when he comes and gets it and he just stays a calm. Calmness that wasn't there before. Well, I wouldn't say it weren't there before, but the fact is, unfortunately for Aaron, he's not in there, and this guy is. We have to discuss VAR. Roy, I've not heard you up. Well, obviously, the Spurs-Liverpool game was the was a big crisis. What did you make of it? Oh, it was crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, crazy. A mistake by the, uh, the officials and... Oh, God, it's not crazy, it's incompetence, Barry. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. I hate VAR. I think we speak more about refereeing decisions now, whereas in the past, yeah, you wouldn't get one one week, then you'd get one the next. Like, it annoys me. In 2019, we played with it in the World Cup, and I remember you'd score and you'd, like, stop, that's and it would ruin happened. the whole moment, <coughs> and then they'd come to you three minutes later and go, yeah, it's a goal, best moment of your life, scoring in the World Cup, and then you're like, yeah. That's what it's I'd, done, girl. I hate it. Yeah. It's the, I hate see it. what VAR... And we're, we're talking about VAR, we're talking about the people that use VAR. VAR works. It's the people that are using VAR are not good enough in what they're but doing. I, I, this I, idea that we put ex footballs in there is a nonsense for me, yeah, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Seriously, I'm not, I'm not, we don't even know the rules. Yeah, but yeah, it's, I, I are you tired that. of talking about it? It's tiring, isn't it? It's is tiring talking about it, but at the same time, the people who are in there who do know the rules yeah. cannot make mistakes like yeah. that, man. Yeah. They're taking look, they're taking away the joy, the essence that of the was game. A bad one, that one. The celebration, the joy is what we go for. You know, the the the, 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 the punters in the ground don't even know what's going on. It's, just, At the moment, just, the just replay the game. That'd be easy. You know something? We've <laughs> taken so many <laughs> on, the, on the replaying the game. You know what? It shouldn't have got to that because what should have happened was they should have, hang on a sec. You've got that wrong. Yeah. They've, they've taken so many, so much time sometimes to look at something that we can see that's right. If you're going to take another 30, 45 yeah. seconds to get that decision yeah. right for Liverpool, then do it. And then that's we common have common sense, isn't it? Yeah. There's no common, common sense. sense. Yeah. You know, you're looking at someone like Mike. 
What's the the fellow with Merce the other day? Mike Dean. Mike Dean saying about yeah, well, you don't. You, they don't even know the laws <laughs> of the games. Laws of the game. They know the laws of the game and they're still getting yeah. it wrong. I saw. I saw. Did you see what happened with Alex Green? Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was actually. Yeah. She, this she is what I'm saying. Emma saying on a yeah. free kick oh, and then laid. the player didn't run, so she went back and got a second that's yellow not card. VAR, is it? No, yeah. it's not. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. The VAR's there, and we know it's not going anywhere. It's the people that are using it. At the same time, we have to be careful about the progression of referees that's coming as well. 100%. Because that's something that we need to be sorting out. Because we're talking about the elite ones here who are getting it wrong on an unbelievable scale. So what, so where's the conveyor belt I, of referees I, I, I just coming? think in terms... I, I said this on, it, on Monday Night Football. There was a lot of criticism around the officials on that game because they made a mistake about them going abroad. But we have got... I think we all agree probably that the best league, most exciting league, with the best players from all around the world, the best managers, coaches, training ground, stadium. Mm. We've got the best of everything here. If the officials aren't up to standard, why can't we go and get the best? And listen, I'm not, I, I, I don't want to just sort of ruin this sort of role that you're talking about, young referees getting to the top in the Premier League, but we've got the best of everything. And if the officials aren't up to standard, we should be able to bring the best in. We just have to. You can't accept some of the decisions that we've seen this season. I was doing the game on Sunday. I thought the Kovacic one. I mean, Michael Lovell's a Come fantastic on, referee. I thought, was, I thought it was on, incredible, man. that one. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying with Mike Second Dean yellow. talking about rules First and rules. one could have been a red itself. He's talking about rules are rules. If the rules are the rules, then Kovacic has, Kovacic has to get sent off. What, for the second one? For, well, he's got two yellows. He's got yeah. the first one and then but the second it's, one. It's, I, the second one is a foul, but don't be, I, I'm not sure that was a yellow. Yep. People say, well, it was very close to the other one. Yeah, it was close to it, but... I, I don't think the second one... Could have easily been a yellow. It could have easily been a yellow, but I don't think it's me. just... Everyone's saying, well, he just got another... He had a yellow just before that, and he probably uh, could have been a red. But that doesn't mean... Yeah, that's a separate mis- incident. Yeah, but he's made a mistake for a player that's on a yellow. He's, he's going into a... Yeah, I get it. But I don't, I don't jump I, on I, it going, I'm, I'm a, a little bit red. Roy, and, I, and, and the reason I say this is because I think the one the week before with Curtis Jones is that I think a referee, and I, I sort of admire Michael Oliver for doing this at the weekend... I'm not saying you, you, you don't apply the rules, but I'd love referees to, to as much as they possibly can to try and keep 11. Mm, if, you, keep if there's any sort of grey, can I keep him on the yeah. pitch? Keep him on the pitch. And the Kovacic one, for me, I always think if you get someone on the ankle, you probably, no matter how bad, you're probably going to get away with it. As soon as it goes above the ankle, yeah. it looks like, oh, that's a leg break. I, I think he was lucky that if that was sort of six inches higher, he's off the pitch, when no doubt. When they slow it down, though, it looks so much worse. Oh, it's yeah. like they no, give yellow no. cards out for anything. You wouldn't have stayed on the pitch for one game. Whoa, whoa, whoa! They do just give yellow She's cards off for nothing. <laughs> Imagine they gave red cards for foul and abusive language. Though. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know exactly. You wouldn't be on there. If see slowed down, it looked worse. Yeah, look, right. worse. No, but, uh, there's always a point when so, another tackle happens so quickly, people go, he's only just had a year. But it doesn't matter if that was two minutes ago yeah. or 20 minutes ago. I, th- I think the referee done quite well. And we have everyone on the sideline and players, they're all, they're all starting to do that again yeah. now. Yeah, but the we're playing in a time where everything's, yeah. every foul is a yellow card. Yeah. So why do you expect, you'd expect Kovacic to get let, sent let, off? Let's wrap it up with uh, anti-clockwise, keep VAR on over. I, I'm keeping VAR, but what I am doing is opening up the mics to the stadium and the riff, and the actual theatre of the replays to the stadium so everyone can see it. So is that, a, is that on the table? I, so can keep, we say we're keeping I, for those things on the table? VAR, but bring that in. Can I make one point about the VR when they showed the recording of the... How casual are people? I think that was a bit that surprised me. Yeah, all right, Jim. Yeah, I'll have a look. Oh, buddy. Oh, Dave. Yeah. 
No, sorry, David. All right, Trig. It's true. Yeah, it's very casual, wasn't it? That's a bit what worries me. You're watching the golf. It's too like golf. You know something? Go on, James. Keep it. Keep it. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's all. It's easy to say get rid of it. It's not as right. He said it's not going anywhere. Okay, so we've got to try and make it as good as we can. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Jill. Yeah, get rid of it and get rid of Jill. No, no, I don't think get rid of it. We can't get rid of it. What about Jill? Yeah. <laughs> I love Jill. We're talking about Birmingham City, and they just sacked uh, John Eustace mm. yesterday, and Wayne Rooney. Some, someone are linked with Wayne Rooney. It looks like they're going to appoint him. What, what do we make of that in terms of sort of? Enter the sort of discussion around modern managers, mm. players that we played with, mm. the difficulty and challenges that managers that we've played with have had, and is it a smart move by Birmingham to bring Wayne Rooney back? Well, he's a student to the game, isn't he, Roy? <laughs> yeah, apparently so, yeah. Mm. Watch, watch his games, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coaching badges, like Phil. Yeah. <laughs> like but I mean, the thing I, I, told it, I saw with Wayne is he's, uh, he's 37, he's already in his, what, what would it be now? Would this be his third job? Yeah. Mm. Uh, and, and the thing I, I would say, and one of the reasons why, <coughs> not the exact reason I probably never went into, but when I think of players we played with in the England squad of Wayne, Frank, Stevie, where they've ha actually had to go to sort of almost stay in Manchester. Stevie, Stevie's in Saudi now, moved up to Scotland. What I'm saying is moving away from the family. Wayne's just gone to the MLS, now he's back to Birmingham. Frank's been obviously normally, you know, been in London most of his life, then move, moving around and that sort of thing of being away from the family. So I actually admire them, really, because they've had to probably do things in their managerial career that, that they probably didn't do in the playing kit. And I, I don't think I'd be prepared to do that. You I mean, you did it in terms of going to Valencia. I remember speaking to you, you talked <coughs> about moving the whole family down to Ipswich. I, I think that's a big part of managing because it's not like playing where you're confident and you think, I'm going to see out this four-year deal or I can stay at United mm. or Arsenal or Liverpool for a long time. You know you're going to, only going to be in a job for two years probably max. Is, 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 is that a big problem for you in terms of the, was the family bit? And the yeah, kids and schools at the yeah, back but whatever, of your mind. Yeah, yeah, of course it is, but it depends again what, what club you're going to. When I went to Sunderland, I was going to move the family up. Didn't quite work out regarding the family coming up with schools. Um, I ended up like commuting, but that, that actually suited me at the time. Mm. And maybe we got some decent results. So your mindset is, well, this is working. Mm. This suits us. Um, it's just slightly different. Again, you move the family. I think I signed a two-year deal when I was down there. You bring all the family down. You buy a house down there. And I, I was gone probably after, what, 13 months. So, yeah, but that's... That's the pitfalls, pitfalls of management. Yeah, it can be obviously draining. Would you, would you like family. to go back into management, Roy? I'd like to go back in, yeah. But no. well, I'd yeah, love to see you back in management. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd, I'd, listen, I'd like another crack off. Yeah. deal, we stick to football. <laughs> <laughs> He can still come in here on a Wednesday afternoon, yeah. can't he? There's a few clauses going on. <laughs> As you well know, like my clauses. Yeah. Roy, Roy, what is it, what is it about management? Because it fascinates me, because when I speak to you or other people who've been in management. I was with Frank Lampard on, on Sky the other day and they tell you little things that, listen, you, you wouldn't put out there in the public domain, things yeah. that go on behind the scenes and a lot of them are horror stories. Yeah. But when you ask someone, do they want to go back in? Everyone says, yeah. Mm. What, what, what is the drug? What is the drive to go back in when there's so many problems around the job? Well, well from my own personal experiences, especially the last one where, when I was a manager, obviously I worked with Martin with Ireland and I'd done a bit of assistant with, uh, at Forest with Martin. I think it's just a challenge and you know, we're getting back in. I've been out of management for a number of years now, but still on a Saturday, I'm, I'm still agitated every Saturday about not having a team. Mm. And I, I've not managed for 
9, 10, 11 years. So it never goes away. But it's, it's, it's what opportunity are you going to get? Like, <coughs> gone about Wayne and these lads' opportunity. I went to Sunderland, certainly wasn't easy, which was a tough challenge. Wayne now is coming back to Birmingham. I know there's new owners there. I think it depends on the club, the timing. Hey, listen to contract. So sometimes you think, I like a challenge, you speak to a club, but it's like anything else, you've got to look at the contract, you've got to have mm. a bit of self-worth. Do you think you want to go in and face them challenges? Like Wayne, I guarantee if Wayne takes the Birmingham job, listen, the contract would be, mm. listen, he won't have lost to spend. I don't think he'd bring in 10 staff. I think the wages mightn't be great, but that's up to the person then. Do they see that challenge in front of them? But contracts obviously come into it. What makes you like want to be a manager or a coach? Because I look at managing, I'd love to go in and coach, but managing, it seems like agents and all this stuff that goes on when you just want to manage the football team, there seems so much more around it. There's, there's a difference, obviously. Mm -hmm. Some people love being out in the grass, love coaching. I probably wasn't one of them. But I like making the bigger decisions. But other lads then, we work with lads who just want to be a coach and yeah. are not interested in picking the team or going to board meetings or dealing with the media. Yeah, you, you do have to make your mind up. I know clubs have changed recently with people like Pep, obviously, and Klopp. They're very hands-on and yeah. also on the coaching. But other managers, I bet you, like Wenger, the managers we played under, the Ferguson, Brian Clough, the managers I played under were very much, no, let other people coach and I'll just step back and yeah. obviously make the big decisions. Did you want to go into managing? I did, I did as a player. <coughs> I, I always thought I would. I was thinking I'd done my coaching badges early. I think if you'd ask people in... Our dressing room, whether me or Stevie would have been a manager, mm. I think most people would have said yeah. I would have. Yeah. But the Roy's really talking about having the experience as your own managers. The two managers I had were, were Gerard Hulier for six years and, and Benitez for six years. Biggest influences on my career. So impressed with them, but the last sort of couple of years of it, you just saw what the job did. It was just it's almost like this man who'd come in and you had so much respect for you, sort of in awe of in some ways, you saw them on the way out and you were like, oh my God, that's what the job's done to them. Yeah. And they were successful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't a disaster. It was like, they both did really well. And then I, what I asked Roy before, I'd never moved. And that thing of like thinking, I'd be in a job here for 18 months, then moved there for two years and, and I got a good gig. Mm. Yeah. On Monday Night Football, didn't I? So I, I, I looked at it and thought, I'd probably have to go in as a manager, probably bottom championship, maybe top of League One. Mm -hmm. A level I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that level, and I'm getting a, a job where I think, you know, one of the best sh uh, shows, Pundry 2 has, and I'm thinking, well, I'm going into the, probably the top of that. Yes, right in, yeah. Yeah, top end. or I go sort of the bottom of football at a level I don't really know. Does that give you the football fix, though? <clears throat> like, it's great talking about football, but the prospect of being, like, back on the grass and... Does I, it give did that you... thing when you, people say, back on the grass? Yeah. I oh. couldn't think of anything worse. You know, oh. I well, think you doing mentioned, the warm-up? You, you made a good point, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> make a good point. The other side, you've got Lampard, <coughs> Gerard Rooney, you're on about... These, these are lucky lads, and I was lucky to get the Sunday, your first gig when you've had a half-decent career. But the problem is that when you've been in, you've, you've had a decent career. As soon as you go through a difficult spell, people throw it at you straight away going, like Wayne's like Wayne stats at the moment mm. are not great. He's had tough jobs, no doubt. And the first thing is people say, well, just because you were a really top player doesn't mean you're going to be top. top but, but Wayne and like me and Jared, we're still, we're still managers learning our trade. Yeah. Mm. But when you've had a decent career, people throw it at you straight away. Oh, just because you were a good player doesn't mean... Yeah, but we're learning like everybody else. Yeah. I went to Sunderland. Yeah. I remember Niall. Niall was the chairman. I was saying, Roy's going to be box office. Roy's and and he, was, he was meaning well. He wasn't coming from a bad place. Mm. But I remember going, I'm just a young manager learning like everybody yeah. else. And as soon as you have a difficult spell, people go, oh, you, you can't handle it because what, what you've done as a player and people can't do what you've done. You're like, no, I'm just having mm. a difficult spell yeah. like everybody else. Yeah. You don't sometimes get the benefit. You get lucky to get into a job. I get it. And you look at, listen, Gerard and Lampard, they've got great opportunities as well. But as soon as you have a difficult spell, people throw that at them. Oh, you're a good player, but you'll never make as much. I, I was. Did you ever think about it, righty? Yeah, there was because um, I done that. I done that year at MK Dons. Wanted to see because I wanted to see 
if I, if I had that, like you say, boots on the grass and the fit, I didn't have it. I'd done it for, I'd done it for a year. I remember I was telling you about the, like watching the guys train and then watching them on a Saturday play totally different to what they were told to do on <laughs> Wednesday. Right, and then I'm watching them. I remember Carl Robinson one time he said to me, just, uh, just, go, just go and say something. And I didn't know what to say. I said, I can't believe I'm watching the same players play at the levels that they were playing there. And then now you're, you're here, we're playing against this, and you can't even string three, three passes together. That's punders, you're not coaching. <laughs> <laughs> moment I said and in that moment he realized this is not the place for him right because I remember I had to do some stuff Delhi Ali was there at the time he was a young guy Gallagher as well went to Everton afterwards as well they were there and I remember doing it and I was saying I, I'm not enjoying doing this I haven't got the um I haven't got the mentality to be able to deal with not only the press and the pressures that come with the manager but emotionally I'll be all I, over I think I, I think another thing as well I think there's people who probably haven't had our careers who know they know the game and they've got a drive in terms of coaching yeah. and management that I just think it might be tough tools to match. I'm not saying that we, we wouldn't work hard or they, but it's just like, it's a way out for them financially as well. Yeah. So that even the families are saying, go and take that job because that's yeah. going to change our lives. Yeah. Whereas probably our wives are probably at the end of our career saying, this is our time now. Aren't we, aren't we supposed to be going on holiday at Christmas yeah. or doing yeah. this or doing that? Whereas people who haven't actually played have got that thing of like, yeah. they've still got the family yeah. really pushing them out there because the money managers are here now. I mean, it is. Oh, Jesus. It's, it's life changing. And, yeah. and a lot of the top managers, certainly, when, I, when you talk about me not doing it, Wenger, not a great career. Benitez didn't really play. Ferguson didn't have a great mm. career. Marino, Marino was another yeah. one didn't play. They were the four like, managers at the time. I was thinking, you know, they've just caught something that like, Maybe an extra drive that maybe players who've played at the highest level probably haven't got. I think all yeah. of them, all of them you mentioned, have a certain obsession and 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 a, and a, and a direct like like vibe about what they're doing. It's obsessive. Mm. Um, Arsene Wenger was obsessive about football. I think you look at Pepe's the same, Mikel's the same. You look at Klopp and the way they see it. The, there's there's a different energy to the way the managers are now in their obsession to yeah. get their team get it right and what they want to do, which I would I'm nowhere near. That place, no, I'm not, in respect, I'm not. nowhere near that place. And I could see, if you watch them, I said, I would not be able to deal with this. But when, when those managers are out of a job, they're not going to Ibiza or Dubai. They're not they're on holiday. <laughs> no, they, they go they to watch someone else's training they sessions, aren't they? Yeah. You know what I mean? Breaking news here. What we got? Salford got a new manager. <laughs> <laughs> Eden Hazard has just announced his retirement. Wow. Ooh. Wow. What do we make of his career? Has he achieved everything that we thought he would? I'll start with you, Roy. No, no. No, listen, brilliant player at Chelsea. Jesus. But when he turned up, when he turned up with the condition he turned up at um, Real, Madrid. Real Madrid, not good. He's had injuries. That's Talented it. boy, but I just, the fact when you turn up at Real Madrid, I just, again, I find it hard to. to 32 years of age. Mm. Is that all he is? That's all he is now. It's a sad to see because he's a talented player, but we, it goes to show that your talent isn't enough. He just didn't look like he had a full package in terms of his mindset when he went to Real Madrid. You can't turn up over ways your first pre-season at the club. Mm. I just think it's... Didn't yeah, Hazard yeah. openly say, though, that he knew that he had the talent to reach them heights but wasn't willing to have that eat dedication? And... <laughs> to eat. No, Gather but that apple. dedication yeah. and whatever else, he knew what he wanted to do and yeah. he was very I, comfortable with that. I think he was one of the best players I've ever seen in the yeah. Premier League. Yeah. Yes, James. He was one of the best players in a World Cup when I think Belgium finished third 
I think he won Player of the Year a couple of times. But I do think there's something about Barcelona and Real Madrid. For me, I think they are the, the two biggest clubs in the world and that the best players in the world always almost play for those, those teams, really. And he just hasn't done that last bit that Roy's talking about where you think of, like, you know, what a Ronaldinho did Legacy. when he went to Barcelona, what yeah. Ronaldo did when he went to yeah. Real Madrid, what Bellingham looks like he's doing when he's going to Real Madrid. The, I think you, you elevate yourself to another level if you, if you produce the goods mm. at those two clubs. And he just have, hasn't got there. And I think a, a lot of that is what Roy said is, you know, how can you go to Real Madrid like that? I just yeah. I can't understand that. Mm. But in terms of the Premier League, I think he'd be very close to probably an all-time Premier League 11. I think he'd definitely be in the discussion. Yeah. I think he was brilliant for Chelsea. It's, it's, that, that is a shame because like when it was all happening, we saw it was happening for a few years before he went to Real Madrid, he's going to leave and that, but like he was scintillating. Yeah. He was, he's, you know what, he's, that, the same how many kind of, seasons though? Was he that brilliant for that no, many I think seasons? I think for three or four seasons, he was, four, he was the best player yeah, in the league. He was the one. For how many seasons? I think for probably three or four seasons, I think he was probably the best player in the Premier League. I think so. Chelsea won the league twice, I think, right. in that time. You yeah. can see where, again, where Real Madrid would want a player like him. He was scintillating. And that's, what, that's why they come and get someone like that, when they see what he can do. I'm very surprised that, you know, when you saw the pictures when he came back to training, you think, wow, what's happened there? Because... If you're going, to, that is the final destination, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. For that elite level of player. So for him to turn up like that, it was like, wow. You know what I mean? So but that tells I don't know you what's that, that he didn't have that extra. Because well, again, you'd be, imagine your first pre-season at your new club. They've spent fortune, you turn up. Was it? Was there something? Yeah. Did he say like a stone or what? Yeah. Wow. It, like, yeah. I, 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 I always think when I, I, I can't believe a player that's so fit, that's so motivated yeah. that's had a massive move I, I always think there's something else wrong yeah, if they've yeah. turned up all the way I just yeah. think that can't just happen in a month you're not just going on the base you're not just going to get bladdered for a month and eat pizza you can't have done that so I always think what's happened and what's happened in that summer I do always think that you mentioned about Real Madrid it's an unforgiving club I think United can be I think you look at United over the last seven or eight years it has become a graveyard for players who were top players <laughs> and I think Real Madrid can become that place there was an accusation level that that Belgium team wasn't there about the mentality, the mm. hunger, those, that talented group, that yeah. golden generation. And I think he sort of, I think, is the epitome of that now in terms of his unbelievable ability. Yeah. But when you look at Ronaldo, you remember Ronaldo at United, and you think of sort of Messi and what, you know, Bex was talking about last week. They were relentless. Every single day was like a mission mm -hmm. to become the best in the world. Yeah. I don't think Hazard no. thought about football that way in the way no. in the way in which that's not Madrid. Does it? You're that's saying, that's but Madrid. they signed him. But yeah, but, no, but it, it, oh, it can be difficult to go to any big club. But you, you turn up in good shape to give yourself the best chance. He didn't give himself a chance, even if the club was maybe you're going to a club at a bad time. But you can still turn up in shape. You know something as well when you when you yeah, look I, at a player who's that good. Some of the players who are that good, yes, they've got the work ethic. They, they'll do it, but like sometimes when you're that good, you just feel like, yeah, I'll, I'll be fine. I get the impression that he is complacency. I think so. I think so because he was that good. And when you see him, and you even sometimes his, his vibe and his swagger and everything, you could see that he's somebody that, yeah, I'll be fine, don't worry. But I still wouldn't I get put that him in. impression of the him. players you've mentioned there and the brilliant players in the Premier League, Shearer, Henri, Ollie, I still wouldn't be putting him in that bracket. Mm. What? Maybe because of that little bit. Hazard, not in that bracket. Yeah, yeah I, I put him in. So. Yeah, no. I put him in. If you, like James, I go with James with that yeah. one. Well, you Top see, ten see, players, see, he's probably. I still think it was less than the three or four years. I, I still look. If you look back, I'm going to say, and I still think that's not long enough when you start talking about okay. these other amazing players who've done it for me eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve years. For two or three years, for me, it's still not enough. 
These are listeners' questions now. So which celebrity show would you do? Writer, you've done The Jungle. Jill, yeah. Queen of the Jungle. Mm. <laughs> would you, would you, the writer we see here or the one we've seen in The Jungle, which is the real one? <laughs> <laughs> this one when he's fed. No. When he's fed. He's you were a little bit grumpy. Yeah. You were grumpy. But, yeah, but that's the way they edited it. <laughs> <laughs> You should have seen everyone says that. Yeah. <laughs> no, what's it called? That was um, that's a te- like Jilkut is so honestly. It's difficult being that hungry for that long <laughs> and that tired, and then they're doing certain things to you. You, you, you didn't, you don't know what's happening. I swear to, I don't know how I didn't, I didn't. Hazard should have went in the jungle. Yeah. Honestly, you lose about <laughs> you lose about two. Oh my gosh. <laughs> honestly, it was, that was that was tough. Roy, would you in the jungle? Um, there was a price on it put on the World Cup, I think, if I remember rightly. Was there? Yeah. What? I think you said for a million quid you got. Was it a million? Is that, did I say that or did somebody else say it? No, I don't think. I, I think said you that. said it'd be a million. I never. No. Would you go I, in for I would that? have kept my options open, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put a price out there. <laughs> no, I, I don't see myself in these programmes. You'd be can't. funny though. I think we'd like to see you yeah. there. Yeah, I don't know. I just I'd for, go in for charity. <laughs> yeah, look at you. <laughs> You know, not for yourself, No, I don't Imagine. see it. No, no. Harry, you got off a strictly, didn't you? Dancing on ice. Oh, dancing on ice. Oh, not please, James. No oh, way, dancing, dancing on ice. Oh, you'd be brilliant on that. No. I, think, I think the only one I'd do is probably the jungle. But is it? What about it's, the it's a brilliant TV back? show to watch? Uh-huh. Is it completely, oh, like, completely it's, different it's, to this? It's hard because you're like literally sat like this for like 16 hours. So if you don't go out for a trial, it's a bit like what we're doing here. Imagine being sat here for 16 hours. It depends on With the company, no but the food is bad as well. Like, the food, you don't get a lot of food. But you make good friends out of it, don't no, you? No, but, I mean, it looks a brilliant show to watch. It's funny, but what I'm saying, is it, is it boring being in there? It's very boring. Yeah, yeah. Is it? And, and then the hunger. But, like, there's, there's a nice camaraderie that you build when yeah. you're... Like, for instance, you go and do the trial. You know what I mean? Like, if Roy's in, like, what happened with me, they just kept voting for me to do them. In the <laughs> end... Isn't that a good thing? That a, you know what it do? is? You know what it does? It kind of gets you to a place where you're, you know you've got to do this to feed people. So whatever they're going to do to me, to be honest, I never wanted to be buried, buried in anything. That was one of my... I couldn't sleep at night thinking, <laughs> they're going to bury me tomorrow. <laughs> but, like, when you go in to do the trial, I, I was just thinking about people are starving. People yeah. are starving. And so it kind of gets you through it. You kind of go into that place where, yes, you can do it. But, like, after that, it's... it's, it's... Well, when people say they want to be friends there, you said you made great friends. Yeah. Who? <laughs> no, no, I'm saying... Because I mean, no, when you're in there, people go, we'll all be friends after this. You go, no, we won't. We're just yeah, friends because yeah. no, we're here. I have made good friends. I don't want to see you ever again. Chris like who? Boyles, when was the last time you met him? Did you meet him for a uh, cup of tea recently? Yeah, no, we're doing coffee shop. for a coffee, yeah. Right. Me and Owen go to the Man City games. Right, yeah. OK. Well, I have made good friends because I feel like you never... You don't have your mobile phone, which is a big one, so you actually talk to each other right. and, yeah, it, it is good for that. You could go make some friends. You, you, did you find out Emery had been sacked when you were in there or something? No. What, what happened? Oh. You don't no, get any information? No, no, no. Something was, happened with Arsenal. No, they told you when you came out. They, they told me when I came out, but, like, I remember... What, that Emery had been sacked? Something... No, I can't remember what it was with Arsenal, but I think... I can't remember... It Was it an England game? What was it? Was it? Yeah. Well, did, I was right. How did you say <laughs> What about your time in there? You, <laughs> you, you knew Emery was sacked. You were oh, celebrating. Yeah. No, I And look at him now. How did yeah. you find that out? Because I asked for the World Cup it. squad, the England World Cup squad, <laughs> no. and instead they give us three players of Sweet Caroline. And I played one, and Boy George said, please don't play that song again, because he didn't like it. So I, I lost my luxury item. No, but they my... wouldn't let us know well, the you drop scores a few names or in. anything. In respect of who I was in who with. you were in with? I was in with Roman Kemp, who was cool. Um, and Nadine Coyle is a, is a dear friend of the family now. Because plus Nadine's family and my missus, 
Nadine's phone and my missus were in the hotels back next door, just getting hammered every every night while we was in the jungle. But like, they, we're really tight with them, you know. So obviously, Kate Garraway, you know, it, it, you do get a bond with people. So you um, can't make friends. You know what I mean? Oh, you can bond with people, but then leave it there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but what's <laughs> what happens in the jungle stage? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Right, no. last question. Um, this one is a difficult one, I think. Ten Hag or Postecoglou? glue? In what respect? Oh, That's the question. Come on, man. <coughs> it's a state. Postecoglou. It's a question. No, man. Postecoglou. Well, who's a better manager, you yeah. mean? At the moment. Postecoglou is not even... It shouldn't even be compared at the minute with what he's done in Tottenham in such a yeah, short space of time. I think it's an amazing. He's year, won a trophy, yeah, yeah but the thing is, he's, he's won a trophy in a time where they weren't expecting too much. It was about the results and getting in there. So whatever got you in there is going to be, is going to be like, it's going to suffice. But you're going to tell me now you start a new season and we're still seeing what? What we're seeing? You see, Andrew's coming under a lot of pressure. Andrew Postacoglu is coming under a lot of pressure and, you know, he's, he's showing us that Tottenham are playing a certain way. Who was under pressure? Who? who? Who did you say was under pressure? Postecoglou. He wasn't. How can he not be under pressure coming from, no, coming from Celtic to, to, to Tottenham? There was no with, pressure with, on him, because people weren't, ex people weren't expecting Conte. much. They saw Kane Conte. and it was like, let's see how this what goes. They weren't expecting much. They, they weren't, weren't ex expecting were they, much Were they them? expecting Tottenham to do what they're doing now? Absolutely not. I, I think the thing they, and, and they're doing it so But he wasn't under pressure. They were saying, everyone was doubting him, so straight away he went, all I can do is do better than what everyone thinks. So you think that if starts, and he starts like... Ten a season like, like ten <laughs> yeah. started. Oh yeah, he's under pressure. Oh, we knew that would happen. He's not. He's not experienced yeah, enough at this level. Yeah, probably. Ange, yeah. bro, Ange. But he wasn't under pressure. The other managers are under. Absolutely not. Who's not under the pressure? You're saying to me that. Post when he first went in, in here. And at Tottenham, with everything was like... They lost Kane. As soon as Kane went out the door, everyone was right. Because they sold Kane. What were people saying? Where's the goal going to come from? That's what they're going to say. And look what he's done. There's no expectation on him. How can there not be an expectation on him? Because Spurs have done that for 20 fucking years, actually. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no experience. As soon as Kane left. Right. Not as soon as Kane left. You be quiet. As soon as Kane left. <laughs> as soon as Kane left. Like no, she slagged me off earlier. <laughs> as soon as Kane left, no. everyone with Tottenham. Righty. There's no but, way if Tottenham don't start. If Tottenham don't start. If Tottenham, Tottenham start ba badly. Of course, yeah, he would have yeah, been. So he's, he's, he's dealt with that brilliantly well and he's shown... He's done brilliant, but it's October. Sorry, girl, I'm tired, I can't do this. We'll do this after. That's the end of the episode. Is of it? Football, yeah, we have to come to the end of this show. So thank you, Ian, thanks, Roy, thanks, Jill, thanks, Cara. Don't thank Roy. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks to Roy. I'll see you all next week. Nice one, girl. You know... <laughs> it's like trying to herd fucking cats. <laughs> <laughs> fucking honestly, I'm, I can't be a host. Fucking. How is he not under pressure? He's under no pressure.